Welcome to another edition of Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Sorry. Hello, my name is Bill Lawrence. Each show presents a lovingly cultivated row of brand new onions, written and boiled exclusively for Colm Radio, and then interspersed with undeservedly unfamiliar music. Each one of the stories you are about to hear is exactly 100 words long. Not a word more, not a word less. And every single one of them was written by friends of Colm Radio. So sit back and surrender to this splendiferous music and originative homegrown storytelling. Because this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Where the stormy winds do blow So bound away on the dreadnoughts To the westward we shall go We're bound away on the dreadnoughts And bound away sing war So bound away on the dreadnoughts To the westward we shall go Now the dreadnought she is sailing She's leaving England shore So farewell dearest Nancy or the girl that I adore and fare thee well, sweet England, the land we hold so dear. We're bound away on the dreadnoughts to the westward we shall steer. We're bound away on the dreadnoughts and bound away sing war. So bound away on the dreadnoughts to the westward we shall go. Now the dreadnought she's a bowling down the wild Irish sea. And the passengers dancing merry with their hearts so full of glee. The sailors walk the decks, me boys, like lions to and fro. So bound away on the dreadnoughts to the westward we shall go. We're bound away on the dreadnoughts and bound away sing war. So bound away on the dreadnoughts to the westward we shall go. Dreadnought she is sailing Far out on the Red Cross line But the dark and stormy seas Me boys, they crash along our sides So fill away your main top sails Board your foretop also And bound away on the Dreadnought To the westward we shall go We're bound away on the Dreadnought And bound away sing war So bound away on the Dreadnought To the westward we shall go Here's a health unto the dreadnought And to all the fearless crew Let's drink to Captain Samuels And here's to his officers too You can talk about flash packets The swallowtail and the black ball But the dreadnought she's the clipper That she'll beat them one and all We're bound away on the dreadnought And bound away sing war So bound away on the dreadnought To the westward we shall go We're bound away on the dreadnought And bound away sing war So bound away on the dreadnought To the westward we shall go
Affairs of the Heart by Angela Cairns Even now, as I watch you climb the stairs, I sense the ghost of her in your heart. See her in the smile tinged with regret and the weary set of your shoulders. Even now, when you say you love me, I see the faded spirit of a younger, more vibrant soul in your eyes. Even now, you are haunted by her memory, an impossible dream etched in the eternal summer of youth. Even now, so many years later, you hold her in your heart and her name escapes when you sleep. Even so, I'm destined to love you. Haiku Master by Alexander Jacobi For a long time he had been treading a narrow road Every time he encountered something beautiful, he tried to capture its essence in just a few short syllables, leaving out all that was unnecessary. Things that went unsaid spoke volumes. No need to describe battles and bloodshed. The summer grass summarized, summed up the fate of the Fujiwara clan. No need to mention death. The sound of the temple bell the scent of flowers told and breathed mortality. 
But now this view. Pine trees, islands, sea and sky. Nature had written her own poetry, and he was lost for words. Another one about missing someone who has gone. is Ethics by Ian Hornet. And you'll need to appoint an ethics advisor. Devo, never been. Ethics, not Essex. Why? Integrity and all that. The code. What code? Exactly. Who would they be responsible to? You. Well, count me in. Appoint that person. Will do. No, they've resigned. Was it something I said? Yes. That person? Will do. They've also resigned. 
Was it something I said? Again, yes. Listen, do I really need a chap at all? They'll make sure everyone follows the code. Even me? Hardly seems fair. Are you saying having an ethics advisor is unethical? Now you're talking. Yes, ex-Prime Minister. First Date by John Dew We met at three. She wore a delightful straw-coloured dress. Her eyes shone brightly like a crisp lager. We sat and ordered beer. Crystal clear in appearance, white and close froth, a slow dissipating crown that left a ring on top and lacings on the glass side. Yeasty and floral aromas. Tell me what you like about me, she ventured. I took my first sip. Slightly bitter, overwhelmed by sugary and malty syrup flavour. Moderate to high carbonation. Gentle drinkability. I looked at her. 
and my mouth uttered hints of ripe pear and honey, light body, sugary finish. Steve Gow. The blackbird was stone still, 
head cocked with beady black eye and covered ear aimed at a clump of grass. Such beautiful stillness, statuesque, an avian architecture. The deadly orange beak, in a lightning flash, pierced its tiny prey, and the blackbird immediately fluttered onto the shed roof for its gruesome little shrew snack. Silence. Then a noisy kerfuffle. The blackbird dropped in front of me, stunned. The hawk swooped, covering its prey with wings akimbo, and head alert with eyes of steel and claws which clenched their death fists. A glance, and gone. The shrew's hollow glee etched its epitaph. Gardening Leave by Bill Lawrence As Secretary of the Allotment Association, Tim always wore his safari jacket to set an example. His tools were fiercely polished and his wheelbarrow serviced each year whether it was needed or not. An untidy shed meant an untidy mind. Poorly maintained compost heaps could herald the insurgency of riffraff. When Tim found small footprints across his lettuce bed, 
His fury ran from his sweet peas to his rhubarb. Declaring unilateral allotment authority to himself, he banned all children forever. Tim was found dead in the water trough, a rake through his heart and a trowel in his throat. Listening to Colne Radio 106.6 FM, and this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Frosty Receptionist by Pat Bloss Molly fished out her gum, clasped it between elegantly manicured thumb and forefinger and accepted line one. Branston and Branston Financial Advisors, how may I help? Is that Branston and Branston Financial Advisors? I asked. Yes, she said, dropping an octave. Good, I'm in a bit of a pickle and... Molly had heard this before and was well rehearsed. Our advisors are busy, she snapped, cut the call and returned her gum to its rightful place. Oh dear, I thought, staring forlornly at the handset. I'll have to look elsewhere for advice about my £100 million Euro lottery win. Fire, Rango, fire away. 
From the Sea by Adrian Cohen. I sat sipping beer outside a cafe atop a headland towering over a beach. I watched enthralled as two mysterious men in black wetsuits using snorkels emerged from the surf, ran up the beach and bundled into a black car. It sped along the winding road up from the beach. My heart was beating faster and faster. Finally it skidded to a halt in front of my cafe and the door swung open. I gunned the last of my beer, checked that my snorkel and wetsuit were in my bag, jumped up, bundled into the car, and we sped off. Zombies play on the green and glossy sea. Come, and I will lead the way where the pretty treasures be. Come with me, and we will go where the rocks of coral grow. Follow, follow me. Follow me. Follow, follow me. 
Government Initiative by Bill Faust. In response to the recent rise in household fuel prices, whereby people may no longer be fully heating their homes, cardigans are to be issued to low-income families one cardigan per household member, available by application to your local social services department. Size and colour preference, cream, beige or dark brown, with matching buttons, should be submitted upon application in order of colour preference, although colours may be subject to availability at any given time. Application should only be made once officially recorded local outside air temperatures fall below 10 degrees centigrade. Existing government benefits will not be affected. A blooming maid, so valiant, true, and bold. And when her sailor went to sea, young Susan, we are told, she put on her jolly sailor's clothes and soaked her hands with tar to cross the raging seas for love on board of a man of war. Of Biscay, she'll often like lightning flew, respected by the officers and all of the jovial crew. And in battle, she would boldly run, not fearing wound nor scar, and do her duty by the gun on board of a man of war. She faced the walls of China Where her life was not insured And little did young William think That his Susan was on board But by a cruel cannonball She did receive a scar And she got dreadfully wounded On board of a man of war Deck, young Susan, she fell 
of all of the whole ship's crew. Oh, William, he was the very first who to her assistance flew. She said, my own sweet sailor bolt, before you received a scar, behold your faithful Susan Bolt, on board of a man of war. Then William on his Susan gazed, with wonder and surprise, he stood some moments motionless, while the tears rolled from his eyes. He cried, I wish instead of you, I had received that scar. Oh, love, why did you venture thus on board of a man of war? At length to England they returned, and they quickly married were. And the bells did ring, and they all did sing, and they banished every care. They often think upon that day when she received a scar, and Susan got dreadfully wounded on board of a man of war. Itch by Tony Pierce. I've gone too far. I should have listened to that voice in my head that said, leave well alone, but I couldn't. It was an itch that I couldn't resist scratching. Now I am going to have to wait it out. At first, I was curious and just wanted to gain a little intelligence at a distance. I'd always wanted to be a detective and this was just a little research. It was all fine to begin with, just a few photos. I soon moved on to profiling jobs, interests, places lived. Then I accidentally clicked on Ad Friend. Bugger. Lord, I am down on 
was when he was God drowned it in the deep blue sea. Deep blue sea, Willie. Deep blue sea. Deep blue sea, Willie. Deep blue sea, Willie. Deep blue sea. It was Willie, was God drowned in the Excuse, excuse me, sir. Uh, what do you think of Bill's big bag of onions? Onions are good. Onions are really awesome. Yeah. Onions are good. Because guess what? Eat them. You enjoy them. You eat them all day long. And you never stop. Yeah, you just eat them. Just enjoy them. Eating onions and apples. Eating salad. Salad's good. Salad's healthy. Woo! Salad's good. Thank you very much. Sorry by Jenny Miller. The defense is obvious from trick one, but I pull out the wrong card and let them make it. After the hand, I look up to apologize and see my partner's head is on the table. How can I redeem myself for such a terrible mistake, she says, ignoring my protests. Several deals later, she misplays a hand as declarer. When she finishes butchering, she glares at me. I wait for an apology, but she continues to glower expectantly. Although I was dummy and had no part in the massacre, apparently I'm supposed to save Yukiko's face by saying sorry. was a wreck out east of the island so I've sent her fishermen into the gale and they rode in the lifeboat and saved many sails as the waves ripped the boat and the wind ripped the sail There's a light on the rocks out east of the island A light on the rocks floating over the sea There's a light on the rocks not far from the shoreline A light on the rocks where no Standing on the wreck in the parish Clutched in her arms was a baby, her child As they rode them ashore Through the wild, bawling ocean The baby was lost to the billows so wild There's a light on the rocks out east of the island A light on the rocks floating over the sea 
There's a light on the rocks Not far from the shoreline Light on the rocks But nobody should be Stopped her heartbeat Fought into war of disaster and doom Through storm and rough weather Her spirit lies restless And her lantern still shines Through the dark and the gloom There's a light on the rocks out east of the island A light on the rocks floating over the sea There's a light on the rocks not far from the shoreline Light on the rocks where nobody should be To Boldly Go by Ian Sayers Commander Riker entered the transporter room with trepidation, but Chief O'Brien seemed surprisingly upbeat. Ready to beam you down, sir. But you should hurry. The delegates are waiting. <coughs> Thank you, Chief. I just thought you might not want to... Uh, since what happened between your wife and me, you might beam me into space. He laughed nervously. I am a Starfleet officer and you have my word that you will arrive safe and sound to accept your award in front of the entire academy. He energized, and as Riker dematerialized, muttered, Your clothes, on the other hand, are going halfway to f Vulcan. You have been listening to 100 Word Onions, written exclusively for Cone Radio by Phil Boast, Rob Lewis, John Dew, Adrian Cohen, Pat Bloss, Tim Aston, Bill Lawrence, Paul Hooper, Ian Hornet, Steve Gow, Angela Cairns, and Alex Jacoby. And so that's all we have time for, for this edition of the show. If you want to grow an onion and give it to us, just get in touch, either with Colm Radio or via the Bill's Big Bag of Onions Facebook page. Remember, these microfictions must be exactly 100 words long, not including the title. So join us again soon on a Tuesday or a Sunday evening on the radio, or at any time through our podcast, for the next edition of Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Big Bag of Onions is a guppy production for Cone Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience.